Good morning. I hope you are having an incredible holiday season. You are listening to The Inevitable Radio Show. I am Bill Sumner, your host. It is that time of year. Most people are terrible at setting New Year's resolutions. It's almost fun. You can go to a holiday party. You can go to uh, have dinner with friends. And you want to have fun, ask the question, so... How did your New Year's resolutions go? And uh, what are you setting? And how do you think you're going to do? That's what today's show is about. The first thing that I want to talk about is I want to go through some common reasons why people fail at their New Year's resolutions. Because when you look at how people set New Year's resolutions, again, 90 plus percent fail at them, fail miserably at them. They don't lose the weight. They don't go to the gym. They don't get the bigger job. They don't find the love that they're looking for. They don't change the things that they say they want at the beginning of the year. And you have to ask yourself the question, why? If I really do want to lose weight, or if I really do want a different life, or I really want to go back to school, or if I really want to improve my marriage, or add value to my marriage, or take it from average or okay or good to something better, or I want to do something with my kids, I want this to be a breakout year for my children, not Many people figure out how to do that. Let's talk about the top reasons why that is. First of all, most people, when they get around to making their New Year's resolutions, the first thing they do is they make them at the last moment, and they don't even give it much thought. They just kind of say, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to lose some weight this year. Yeah, I want to lose some weight. I want to lose 20 pounds. Yeah, get back another dress size, get down a belt notch. Yeah, okay. Kind of last minute. 65% don't even write it down. 65% of people don't have them, or if they do, they don't even write them down. Think about it. 65% of people aren't even in the game. Because if you don't write down what it is that you want, you're not even in the game to really change, to really advocate for yourself, to really focus on what it is that you want. Because you know the big things in life that you want, whether it was your college degree, whether it was a job, whether it was a relationship, there was a lot of things that went into you achieving something that you wanted in your past, which leads to the second reason, and I'll talk about both together. There's no plan you got no plan. So if you say that this is the things that you want, it's done hastily at the last second. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I've been trying to lose weight for years. So I've been trying to do this for years. Like, yep, it's, it's going to be another resolution for me. And you don't even write it down. You don't even put a plan together for it. How are you going to lose weight? How are you going to stop smoking? How are you going to affect your marriage? How are you going to raise your child better? Whatever the plan is, is one axis. And then the other axis is how well do we execute our plan? So think of it as a quadrant. On the x-axis is the plan. On the y-axis is the execution. So 
First of all, you got to ask yourself, if you want to create above average power and above average results and you want more out of life, does your plan support it? 90% of people, the plan does not. They don't even have a plan or their plan is so vague or so impossible to follow. There's no way your brain can wake up in the morning tomorrow It's January 1st. There's no way your brain can do anything different because you haven't given it a plan. You haven't commanded it. You haven't really sat down and thought about it and said, oh, okay, this this is what I want. This is how I want it. So you have to look at the plan. Do you have a plan to succeed? Now, the next criteria in this mechanical tool is the execution. How well do you execute the plan? The truth is, if we create a quadrant, and there's four quadrants in this matrix, where you have a very terrible plan and you don't even follow it, that's where the 65% tend to lie. They don't get much out of their life. They're surviving. They're reacting. They're, They're trying to stay one step ahead of whatever terrible is chasing them. And they do the best they can. They're not bad people. We never judge. We can judge strategies, but who they are, they've never been taught, or there's other things going on. Poor plan, poor execution. That's one quadrant. Now, one of the other two quadrants that's an okay place to be, you have an incredible plan, but you don't execute it. You spend the time, you write it down, you've got a 100 things on your to-do list, It's awesome. It's detailed. It's incredibly rich. It has everything on it that you need. It's a level 10 plan. But you don't perform to the plan. You procrastinate on the plan. You've got it all written out, but you never do it. So you have a high ex, excuse me, a high performance on the plan, low performance on the execution of the plan. You're not going to get what you want. That is a recipe for you to be average, average in your life. Now, you may be above average compared to everybody else, and typically people who tend to create great plans tend to be above average because even when you perform poorly on an incredible plan, you're going to tend to get some pretty good results. And against compared against 65% that aren't even in the game, You're going to do very well. So you can look around your life and go, well, I didn't really lose the 20 pounds in the last 10 years I've been saying it, but I'm not doing too bad. I'm not putting too much weight on. Or I've cut down on my smoking or whatever it is. Well, I made a little bit more money or I didn't lose any money this year. You know, other people lost money, so I'm not doing too bad. So you'll create these standards. So many people create their lives as evaluated, judged against held up and compared to other people. And so they will make deals with themselves that, well, <clears throat> you know, I don't have what I want, but it's, it's not bad. I'm doing pretty good. So as you think about this execution, if you're not executing and you've got a great plan, there's a psychological thing going on with you. By the end of this, you're going to have more tools, more capabilities, more understanding on the psychology of what it takes to create an incredible life for yourself. Thank you for listening to The Inevitable Podcast. Please visit our website for more information on this extraordinary coaching system at www.theinevitableu.com. 
Then, sign up for your two-week free trial of our membership to gain access to hundreds of hours of amazing content and tools just like this. Now, back to Bill. We are focusing on creating an incredible new year. The third quadrant is you don't plan very well, but you execute that poor plan at a very incredible high, very incredibly detailed level. So psychologically, the one quadrant had a great plan but executed poorly. The question we have for this person is you do very well at your little scraps of paper, your little to-do list, but you do not sit down and create a great plan. So when you say, I want something, and this is what it looks like, what does it look like? Well, hmm, well, I just want to lose some money. Well, how much weight? Well, I guess 20 pounds. Well, I, I want to do better in my eye. You know, I don't want to get fired this year. Well, that's not even a target your brain can focus on. How do you not get fired? How do you not get anything? A mind cannot acquire a target that says don't do something. Because the only thing it can do is ponder all the ways that it can do that and then know what not to do. When you know what you don't want, it's a recipe for disaster. It gets you more of what you don't want. And in reality, people in those neural patterns are very much focused on getting less of what they don't want. So when they are focused on not being in debt or not having this happen to themselves or they're tired or frustrated or blocked or stuck on something... Those are neural recipes for remaining exactly in those places. And the profound sadness for me as a coach watching those folks is their real happy decisions are when they get less of that. So if today is less painful than yesterday, or this month is less painful than last month, those folks will go, wow, this is awesome. But in that space, in that neurology, in that focused thought patterns, The best you're ever going to get is less of what you don't want. And who wants that? You need to know what it is you do want. So when you're in this third quadrant, meaning you do very well at the things that you write down for yourself or the things that you focus on, but the things that you focus on aren't very great or aren't very compelling or aren't very anything, You're not going to have much either in life. The fourth quadrant is the only quadrant where people get everything that they want. It's less than 10% of the population that lives here. And you get everything that you want. You say, this is what I want. You create a great plan about it. And then you go execute that plan. And in that process... You may not always be perfect. Some days might be two steps forward, one step back. But when you're focused on what you want, the worst day that you will have is getting less of what you want. The worst day you will have will get you less of what you want. Versus the other folks who are focused on what they don't want, the best day they get is less of what they don't want. And sometimes as you listen to this, if you're a visual learner, you almost need to write these two sentences down. If you're focused on what you don't want, your best day is getting less of what you don't want. If you know what you want and you're working towards that, the worst day you will have is getting less of what you do want. And those people have everything. 
So the two top reasons why New Year's resolutions fail is they're made at the last minute. There's not much thought. There's no anything to them. And then there's no plan. You don't set them to a plan. You don't put them on any path or trajectory. Because the third reason now comes into play. You don't really believe that you can do it or that it can be done in your life. There is a belief system at play. There is another neural program running that says, well, I've tried to lose weight a lot. I've tried to quit smoking before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm not ready. It can't happen. Man, think of, I, I tried really hard. You know, that diet I did this summer, the one that all my friends have lost weight on. I tried that. Oh, I worked really hard at it. I, you know, so I'm going to set as a New Year's resolution, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, but I don't believe I'm going to. It's one of the reasons why you don't set a plan to it. Because at the end of the day, you can pretend like you failed because you really weren't committed to it. It's how you, you have had this New Year's resolutions for how many years now? Five, ten, one, twenty. But they know in this world that we call the greatest version of you. The greatest version of you is alive, vibrant, healthy, powerful, incredible, amazing. Every human on this planet has incredible skills, incredible game, no matter what your circumstances are. The biggest difference for people who have everything and people who do not It's not that the people who have everything are better, smarter. It's that the strategies they use to get what they want are better than the strategies that people use who stay stuck, who stay frustrated, who don't get what they want. This New Year's resolution process is one of the primary times during the year where this becomes most evident because most people plan to fail. That's their real New Year's resolution, to stay exactly stuck, and hopefully their life doesn't get worse. So the real New Year's resolution is, I hope I don't put more weight on. I hope I don't get lung cancer this year. I hope that I don't get in worse debt. Because I'm just going to hang on to the life that I have. I am not going to listen to that guy and program and create this incredible, amazing, powerful New Year's resolutions because I don't believe I can do it. And then you'll go into your story as to why you can't, why it cannot be done. Well, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I've tried it before and I failed. I've tried it many times. But see, you haven't tried it before. For those people who have these New Year's resolutions, I'm almost going to guarantee you that you stopped trying, you stopped focusing on. So you might have actually started where you went to the gym, where you actually started eating better, but somewhere in there you stopped. Because here's a law, and this is a law. If you are in a toward psychology, meaning You know what you want, and you're moving in that direction. Even if you don't believe in it, as long as you stay moving towards it, here's the law. You'll eventually get there. 80 to 90% of people stop trying. They stop focusing. They stop moving towards the thing that they want. They quit. 
Eleanor Roosevelt talks about, is failure the opposite of success? And most people say, well, yeah, if I'm not succeeding, of course I'm failing. And she says, no. Failure is integral to success. In fact, the bigger the success you want, the bigger the failure you must have en route. The opposite of success is not trying. And that's what most people do on their New Year's resolutions. They don't set them to begin with. You make them at the last minute. You don't have a plan for them because in reality, you really don't believe in it. And as a consequence, the fourth reason is no follow-through. You know, follow-through on what? There's not even anything to follow-through, or the follow-through is very weak. The follow-through is very limited. You do actually maybe this year start to the gym, but you know it's not going to last. You don't believe the nutrition plan you've set for yourself is going to work. And those are the top four reasons why a New Year's resolutions that you're going to set for yourself are not going to work. Thank you for listening to The Inevitable Podcast. Please visit our website for more information on this extraordinary coaching system at www.theinevitableu.com. Then, sign up for your two-week free trial of our membership to gain access to hundreds of hours of amazing content and tools just like this.